0: listening to tarot visions you lucky devil
1: Hey Jamie, hey Rose, how's it going? Not bad. I was just thinking about my daily practice and things I do to enhance my day and I realized that I could talk about it in the sense of, you know, with our tarot practice and our devotional practices and really share some of that with everyday people and with our, with our listeners about the things we do on a daily basis. You
0: know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been meaning to write a post about how I talk about doing daily draws from my book. Hmm. You know, I have this whole website, for a tarot inspired life tarotinspiredlife.com i've got worksheets up there i even have one for daily draw but i don't know if anybody's really using it because i haven't really talked about how we use it so yeah let's talk about what we do in our daily practices
1: i think that's great so you've got this worksheet yeah so what do you do cuz like i said i do things a little differently than you of course we know that but um, oh, yeah. so what is it that you do in the mornings for example
0: Well, it's kind of funny. I have a hard time just sitting down and meditating or even pulling cards in the morning. So I don't talk about the morning part. However, I consider when doing daily draws in the morning, a way to set an intention for the day. So for early risers and those that aren't like me, who actually have more of a daily ritual in the morning where they get up, they slowly unfold, they stretch and are able to, kind of have a cup of coffee or a vitamin water with caffeine like I do, maybe, you know, you sit down, you shuffle your deck and you pull a card and maybe that card's got a intention for you throughout the day, something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Or if you actually have a question like, how's this meeting going to go with the boss, you know, for a ride, you can always set the intention of how can I go into it.
1: And I guess in that way, I think, a reminder about kind of the setting the attention isn't necessarily having to ask a question, but maybe, maybe just pulling the card because that's kind of how I do it is pull a card in the morning and go, okay, what's my day going to look like? And then seeing, okay, so it could be that this thing is going to manifest at some point during my day. Yeah. And let's say I get the tower because everybody freaks out about the tower and the tower pulling that card in the morning is just a, okay be more aware of my surroundings, be more aware of things that I cannot prevent. Gotcha. And look at that. Or if it's the star, you know, what kind of energy do I want to put out that day? And that's kind of how I use my morning, one a day, hey, daily draw kind of thing. Gotcha. See, you
0: definitely are more of the morning person than I tend to be. Even though I wake up, I tend to just jump up and go and start crafting or writing or doing about my business.
1: No, I actually have that drink in the morning, that stretch in the morning (laughs) where I can focus. And that card actually is really helpful for me because it kind of gets me going in the morning. It's like, oh, hey, this is something to look forward to, or this is something to be aware of in my day. And again, some people might say, well, you're now manifesting that energy. It's like, no, I'm just being aware that it could come Mm -hmm. up. It may not come up. It may be something that's down the road, but it's, hey, be on the lookout. Be aware. And that's kind of a neat way to look at it for me. Yeah. So so you don't do morning. What do you do? I've
0: started doing nightly draws. So right after I brushed my teeth, gotten the whole house kind of picked up for the next morning because I hate waking up to dirty dishes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I'm sitting in bed. I grab my pen. I grab my journal. I grab, I use a deck of the month because I've got such a big collection of decks, Mm -hmm. I grab one and that's the one I use for a month. It's a great way to actually get to know a deck and see how well it'll work for you Mm -hmm. by yourself or with clients. Sometimes I've got some decks that I won't use with clients that I have specific purposes for because of the daily or the evening draw polls that I've done. Right, But at night, right before I lay down, I shuffle the deck, I have my little shuffling ritual of three shuffles, and then I kind of mix them up by hand. Mm-hmm. And I pull a card. Oh. Or in a way, I look at it, you can either use that as the review of the day, how did this card manifest in my day? Like, for example, if I pulled the star card from like my triple goddess deck, it's like, how did the day inspire hope? or the star, or looking towards my dreams? Did I work on a chapter that day for my next book? Did I do the blog post that I've been meaning to do (laughs) about daily rituals and daily practices, kind of like we're talking about now? Mm -hmm. Or even if it is the tower card, how did I avoid the tower card? Or how did the tower kind of manifest? Did I bump my elbow and I've got this big bruise now to contend with? Right. So it's just a nice way to kind of review your day And if you do the morning card, you can even do an evening card. Yes, you know, pull, set the attention in the morning, draw your evening card, review it for the day, and then save some space to see how the two manifested in your life Mm -hmm. or didn't manifest, didn't line up. So you can do a whole journaling ritual based in the morning and at the night and combine the two to set yourself up. And when I'm done... I've been doing this every day for about a year and a half. So I haven't broken my nightly draws at all. But something I started doing just kind of like, cause we all play with this. We all like one card, but as we know, we like to have more friends in the deck. (laughs) Something I started doing about halfway into last year's practice was I would shuffle the deck again, mix it up, and then look at the bottom of the deck Hmm. and kind of see, oh, is this going to be a night, either a dream influencer Or maybe this is what intention I'm setting for the next day since I don't do morning drawings because I get up and I look at my phone and I have like a bazillion emails I've got to answer or text messages that I answer, which is horrible. If you're a morning person or if you're somebody like me, don't keep your phone nearby. I mean, I'm trying to create space more in the morning.
1: It never, it never works. It never works. But again, that's one of my friends uh, has a rule in her house, no phones until after breakfast. I like that after breakfast, because I like that. You can have a good morning. You can stretch. You can Mm -hmm. not start your day out stressed. And I kind of like that. Thank you, Anastasia Hazler. Yes, thank you.
0: I might have to do that. And that also goes with saying, though, that you need an alarm clock in your room. And right now my phone, because I'm such a weird minimalist that I keep my phone as my alarm clock or the fact that I do kind of listen to meditations when I go to bed at night. So again, I have a purpose for having it there. It's just in the morning. All that goes out in the window when I look at it and go, oh God, oh geez, I have to answer this email right now or else people in Italy or whoever I'm working with that day are, right. are going to get it. Well, and sometimes you just
1: have to say, you know what? It can wait. Yes. But again, we all have our own. Because I use my phone as my alarm clock as well. Not going to lie. It's right there. But I do my best not to jump into email until I'm up and out of bed anymore. Because, again, that one thing, it can just slog your day sometimes. But, again, every person's different. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk about with regards to daily practices is daily devotionals with our gods. Because... I'm working on getting better at it. I'm not very good at it. I try right now to do at least a weekly practice of going and sitting at my, out my altar space and my shrine and doing meditations and that sort of thing with my gods and trying to make a right relationship with them so that I can be better at everything I do. And sometimes that's hard and sometimes it's not first thing in the morning but it's definitely on a as much yeah. as, as as often as I can, and I also make sure that I also make offerings, mm-hmm. be it flowers or of uh, because I'm following a pagan an Irish pagan practice. It would be either cream or butter because those are things that are important. And it's not cheap butter, folks. Please do not. It's not half and half. We do not offer the gods less than we would offer i mean and sometimes <laughs> it's wine i'm only imagining like offering them parquet or something and i'm watching them if go. that's what you can <laughs> afford then that's fine yeah. but if you can afford Kerry gold butter you offer carry gold butter if you can't afford that that's fine but you want to offer something that is something you would actually want And maybe it'll be a little bit of a hardship, you know, Yeah. you might offer, um, that fancy whiskey that you got just a touch because it's saying, thank you that I have that in my life. I have enough in my life to say thank you. And that's kind of a neat way to connect, but you can also pull cards in the name of your gods as well. And I do that too. It's a thing because it's connecting the two things that are important to me, tarot
0: Mm -hmm. And my
1: spirituality.
0: And what I love about that, combining the tarot in with it, it's sometimes the messages and the symbols that we ask the gods for, you know, like, Lilith, please send me a sign. How do we know what that sign is unless we actually talk about it? Like, please have somebody come and hit me across the head with the clue by four, you know, the four by four, clue by four, you know, to let me know this is your sign. You know, a lot of it we can miss. And then you get the Eight of Cups. Yeah. And then we get the Eight of Cups. So in this case, tarot does go back to the idea of a communication device, mm-hmm. yes. where you're saying I'm using my cards. Give me a sign, and then you look at all the, the symbols that are on your card, whether it's a Rider-Waite Smith or a Celtic Irish deck or something that you and your gods have agreed upon, and then you can get that message right off the card or the symbol. Like, oh, there's a raven feather off of this card. If I see a raven feather where that's at, this is a sign.
1: Right. And again, it's figuring out what the, the communication path is for yourself. Yeah. And again, you need to be aware that you may not understand it, but there's a message there. So keep looking and keep paying attention to what's going on around you. Because sometimes you're like, oh, that can't be a sign. That's just a coincidence. Is it though? Is it?
0: Yeah. Well, I've been given how many copies of Mindful Tarot? Right.
1: And then, I got I got like,
0: two from the author herself. Thank you, Lisa. Llewellyn sent me one and then I bought a copy on my e-reader. So to me that was a sign that I needed to read the book. We I finished it and at some point we might do a book club or something and read through and give our impressions of it. Yeah. Of the books that we get. But yeah, to me, sometimes in triplicate, the old idea of things happen in threes, that was a clear, you know, okay, I've got three copies of this book. I need to read this. And I did. So sometimes you just got to work with your, it's a relationship. When you're working with a spirit or entity or a god or goddess, it's a relationship. You know, at the beginning, you don't just say, I love you. Tell me everything about you. No, it's a toe dipping in. It's a, let's figure out how to communicate. Do you want my pendulum? Do you want my tarot deck?
1: You know, but do you want also, me to
0: do things in the morning? Do you, do you want parquet versus, you know, Tillamook, you know, butter?
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. But it's also about being true to your yourself and making sure that you're not giving more than you actually can. And that's the thing. You need to be aware of when you start these kind of practices, especially when you're doing devotional practices. Um, something I'm learning is that you need to make sure that you are not just saying yes to everything because sometimes you can't do things. Like if your gods had said to you, Jamie, you have to do a daily morning daily practice of pulling a card every day. The answer (laughs) you would have is no. And that's okay. And that's the part that it's really important to remember is that the gods don't know that we're human sometimes. And so they may ask a thing and we can say no, Mm -hmm. because we can't be in right relationship with them if we can't take care of ourselves too. Yeah. They don't have bodies. They don't understand all that stuff. So it's just that you're not saying no per se, you're saying no, but let's try this. And that's your answer, for example, to that one question would be no, but I can do it every night. Yeah. And that's great.
0: I've tried quite honestly, you know, I would, if Lilith did tell me that I would say I will try. However, I know I'm going to quote unquote fail because I know myself too well. I've tried doing morning meditations. I've tried slowing down in the morning. It just doesn't work. I need to get up. I need to see something. I need to have, you know, my quirky, Self-morning ritual, which is pretty much bathroom time, shower, you know, get dressed before mm-hmm. I do any of that stuff. Yeah. I need to have that first. So I know me, you know, it's, it's, and that's okay. I mean, yeah, there are morning people, there are night owls, there are people in between. I, I can be a morning person or a night person. It's just that I find for me, pulling cards has never worked in the morning.
1: Right. And again, the point of this conversation yeah. too, is to remind people: do what works for you. Mm-hmm. And there comes a point where you kind of have to do work. So that means that no, you don't get just to say, well, I can't because mm-hmm. I don't, and then not do it at all. Like Jamie just says, I can't in the morning, but I can every mm-hmm. night. And so, yeah. she does that. so that's the difference between the, I can't and I can't do this, but I can do this. Yeah. It's all, all about learning relations. It's all about
0: learning who you are and when you work best. Well, that too. Back in a previous life, I used to write for DIYplanner.com, productivity stuff. And I found that at that time, I was at my most creative between 11 and 2 p.m. And when I had the day job, I would try and schedule like writing test plans or writing other stuff. So it's again, it goes back to knowing yourself, knowing what you're capable of, when you're capable of. Yeah. And these Daily practices, you know, don't have to take an hour. I think for me, my daily draw is at most maybe five, at most five minutes, and that's a lot of time. That's mostly me maybe making sure the bedspread is nice and flat to shuffle, or my cards are all facing the right way if that's what I decide to draw from that day, the face-up pile. Mm. Or it's me taking time to either look back at some of my other tarot draws. I write no more than maybe three or four sentences.
1: When I do, when I do my record keeping the time and making, yes, this is my time. I am devoting to this practice and that's the important part of all of that. Yeah. The other thing that I do and I Mm -hmm. don't do it every morning, or at least I don't share it every morning. Let me be more specific is that I do a three card draw to -hmm. build a sentence. And then I pull from the bottom of the tarot deck, no matter what I've shuffled, wherever I pulled the cards from out of it. And I pull that bottom card so that I like I make a sentence or I make a, a thing about, OK, what is the, these three cards together trying to tell me? And then, OK, so then I see this. These are the obvious things. What's that one thing I'm missing? And I pull the bottom card so that I can then have an extra bit of, oh. I didn't see that in these three, but this is an important thing that I need to be aware of. And it's been really helpful. And I do try and post that on my personal Instagram and stuff, but sometimes I just keep it for myself just because life. Um, and I forget to, Hey, I should take a picture of that kind of yes. thing. So the three cards relate to you
0: as you work throughout your day, or is it just something completely possibly random?
1: Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. And both. That, <laughs> yes, I know. I know that's a thing. It's like, Both actually, but it's important that you do it for yourself, whatever works for you. But this is a thing that I wanted to share because again, I think it's nice to be able to say, okay, what's the message? Because three cards have three different meanings, but how do they work together Mm -hmm. can affect how you see the world too. And so that's why I kind of like to do it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a technique I picked up from Tarot House, and I'm going to totally say who they are, from ter- Terosophy, the people from Terosophy. And it was something that just, that stuck and made sense to me. Hmm. So I like to use that. And I didn't make it up myself, so I want to make it very mm-hmm. clear. This is something that they do. And one of the yeah. things that they do, if you want the crazy challenge, is they start with one card for a week, and then they add two cards. And, then they, and you do one word for, for that. And then you take two cards and you steal one word, and then three cards and one word, not a sentence. And you go through the whole deck until you have all 78 cards and one word. And I'm like, mm, nope, can't do that. But from that, I got this great little, okay, three cards, one sentence. I can do that. And I think that's something, yeah. that, you know, that's how I negotiated it and made it, you know, mine. Mm-hmm. And everyone will find little things that they do. James Walnut suggests pulling a card every day and tracking what you get and that way you can see what cards you still need to work on and what cards are missing when you do those daily draws and how they affect you and as jamie pointed out journal 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 because you can go back and reflect on that
0: i totally agree And again, these don't have to be special books of shadows or a a in-depth tarot personal data assistant like I do. You can use a composition notebook, start cheap. Uh, I recommend using pens because that way you can't erase your words. But yeah, you can start with just a simple pen, a simple composition notebook, and then get more elaborate and creative as your needs expand.
1: Yeah, if that's what you want to do. And again, like I just use a notebook. Mm -hmm. That's all I do. I'm not super fancy about it. It's today's date, what I drew, what I felt, tomorrow's date, what, you know.
0: Yeah. And that way you
1: can go back and review.
0: And if you are using different decks, you might want to know what deck you're using for the day. For me, I do it at the beginning of the month because, like I said, I use one deck a month to kind of Mm -hmm. categorize and utilize it. But, yeah, it's good to kind of have this because you can kind of see patterns in your life. Like, this month I've been getting a lot of duplicate cards. Mm. Every day it's, or every week it's like on Tuesdays, I'll draw the six of cups. Why? I don't know. But you start recognizing patterns and you can actually reflect back on these.
1: And well, it's just kind of what, neat. What was great about Tuesday that made you, you know, really excited about getting the six of cups. You never know. Yeah. So yeah, it's always good to keep a record. So keep a record, keep a journal. That should be your daily practice, no matter what you do. Yep. And have fun with it. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we look forward to hearing from you. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is tarot visions, U S Twitter is tarot underscore visions. And we hope to hear from you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Tarot Visions, a podcast for the modern oracle. To keep the conversation going, find us on Facebook at Tarot Visions US or follow us on Twitter at Tarot underscore Visions.